Hello and welcome to the 86th episode of the Brawl Time Podcast. So today, I'm going to be going over my top 10 favorite team comps to use inside of Duo Showdown. So, um, the majority of these comps are very competitive and you can easily use, um, like, rank 25 and above um, with good success. Uh, A few of them are kind of just more, like, fun team comps, but... I'll let you guys know which ones are competitive and which ones aren't. But yeah, the majority of these are very strong. Um, also, this list is in no particular order. So, yeah, just keep that in mind. Like, the first team comp's not necessarily better or worse than the last one. They're all just kind of in a random order. Uh, so, yeah, let's go right into it. Alright, so this first team comp, uh, I like especially on uh, maps with the robot because it's really built to take advantage of the robot and be able to continuously chain them until the team has like 20 plus power cubes and that is pam and colt so these brawlers both have very high damage per second um which allows them to take out the robot very quickly like they're two of the fastest brawlers for taking it out and if you combine them together they can take they can take it out in a matter of seconds and every time they kill a robot, they can beat it faster and faster. And basically, this team comp, all they look to do is get the robot somehow and just continue continuously chain them until they completely overwhelm the opponents in power. Um, yeah, this team comp works out very well. It's not that strong on modes that don't have the robot, obviously, because it's kind of built for that, but... On the modes with the robot, it's very scary, and this team comp is might be the best for robot modes just because they can take advantage of it so much. Um, so yeah, just like basically the best strat here is try and get a few boxes at the beginning of the game, and just try to avoid as many fights as you can. Just stay in the corners, and just kind of stay out of the fights, and then as soon as you hear that robot spawn in, um, just rush right over to it. Just do everything in your power to get it locked on to you, and then, yeah, just continue to go and get all the robots until you have, like, five times as many power-ups as the rest of the teams. So, um, the second team comp is Bo and Carl. So, I really like this on a lot of those mid-rangey maps, which kind of seem to be very popular right now. Um, it can work on close range as well, but it's not as good. So this this team is just very good at kind of like I feel like it has no real counters because um they both have fairly good range so they can't really get out range and their health is good as well so even if a piper or brock hits them twice they're still completely fine um that bow gadget's very powerful and it can just allow them to camp out avoid the fights until they both have super and then um Carl can usually just go and uh, go after anybody that's low that they got from hitting them at a long range. And the bow is just able to really prevent people from pushing up on them because he has very high burst damage. And then the mines are also just good for blocking off lanes. And just overall, this team comp is very solid, and there's no real counters to it. So next up is, uh, this one I would say is still very competitive, but on a few maps you probably don't want to use it, but... It's pretty good on the majority of them, and that is Gene and BB. So um, you probably already get the basic idea of this team. Basically, what you want to do is 
uh, kind of had the BB sit in the back, maybe pick up a few power cubes, just like apply pressure on people, try and force them into fights and stuff. But really, all you need is for the gene to slowly chip away at the enemies until uh, he gets his super. Then all you have to do is hide in a bush, or you can go and like third party someone in a fight. Just get someone that you can pull in, and then you pull them in, and the BB has very high damage. And along with the gene, you can literally pull in anyone and get the kill. So um, usually with gene, like the one weakness to the super is tanks. You really don't want to pull in too often unless you either have way more power cubes on them or, you know, they're low on ammo or something. But this comp, like you can just pull in a tank, no problem. That's why the BB is in here because you can use the BB to knock the tank back into Gene's max range and just completely burst them down. Uh, this team comp did kind of get a little bit weaker. Well, technically it got stronger, but the need of BB got a lot um, less needed because of Gene's gadget. Um, because now Gene can kind of do that um, himself, but it's still very strong. This one isn't as competitive. It's more of a very powerful kind of like six to 750 trophy team. Um, but yeah, it's still very strong. Um, and yeah, you can definitely have some really cool plays with it. So uh, next up is Gene and Daryl. So this is basically like Gene and BB, but I feel like it's just a little bit more competitive because Daryl, um, I personally like a little bit more higher up in trophies just because that super can allow him to go onto the mid-range brawlers uh, that BB can really struggle against. Um, so yeah, the, basically the same plan as last time. Uh, you just have the Daryl kind of camp out, get the boxes as quick as he can, and just sit in a bush until he gets his super. Then uh, once the Gene also has his super, you can just pull somebody in, and then the Daryl has such high damage, nobody escapes from this. Like, maybe a Shelly super, but even then, you still probably are able to kill them because of that gene gadget. Um, so yeah, this is just so powerful. Um, and it's one of the best team comps on any, like, non-wide-open map. Like, on the, I'm trying to remember the name, I believe Forsaken Falls, the one that has no boxes in the meteors, where the end of, at the end of the game, the map's completely open. This isn't as great because Daryl can just kind of get outranged. And I mean, his super is pretty useful later in the game, but what I found is that usually on um, long-range brawlers can kind of just pick on Daryl until he dies, and then Gene just gets forced into a 2v1 situation, which is not good. But on any of the closer-range maps, this is just so good, and it's very hard to counter and avoid. So next up is Crow and Brock. So I think uh, Crow's best duo teammate is Brock, just because they really complement each other. Um, Crow is able to uh, continuously chip away at brawlers and then use that super to get anybody that's low dead. And Brock is basically able to get people low for Crow to jump on. And this team's also very good for like avoid like people generally can't rush it because um, the Crow usually can just get a super and jump out. Brock obviously has that uh, gadget and uh, also. Um, and also, he, they both just do very high amounts of damage, so this team comp is just overall very strong. Um, it's pretty good versus the majority of teams. It's a little bit weak to M's and also Pam, uh, just because they do, they're just both very good counters to it, but against everything else, it's super strong. 
And it can even be like sprout team comps because all you need is that Brock super and you can just blow down all the walls. And yeah, overall, it's very strong. I find when I play Crow, I'm usually hoping to get a Brock because usually with the Brock, things end up going very well. So next up, um, this is definitely one of the most fun team comps, but also good. And this is Brock and Piper. So this is kind of just like the ultimate long-range team comp. Maybe you could swap one of them out for a gene, but I feel like it just doesn't have the same effect. Uh, this is just so good on Forsaken Falls. Like it's, It feels unbeatable sometimes. Literally the only counter that I can think of is Mortis because he is able to get on them pretty easily. But other than Mortis, nothing really counters this. Um, Brock and Piper are able to just... Um, sit back from a long distance and completely melt down people from like 10 tiles away. Um, yeah, they're like no one can really approach them because obviously Brock's gadget and Piper's super. Um, Brock can uh, break down the walls versus Sprout team comps. Um, and yeah, this is just able to do so much work um, on like a few specific maps. It is a little bit weaker on a few of the closer range maps, which is why it's not the most competitive. But on the longer range maps, this is probably the best team comp by quite a bit. So yeah, Brock and Piper, definitely very fun to use. So next up, this might be the best team in the game. I'm not 100% sure. It's definitely up there. And that is Sprout and Brock. So this team just kind of feels unbeatable basically everywhere except for Forsaken Falls where Sprout's pretty bad. But it kind of just combines uh, two, maybe like possibly the two best duo showdown brawlers. Maybe you can make a case for Gene or Mr. P or a few other brawlers. But easily, like, two of the best duo showdown brawlers just put together. There's really like no way to counter this, I feel like. I guess Mortis does, but other than that, no way to really shut it out. And it works on basically any map. Um on the longer range maps, you can kind of rely a little bit more on Brock and have Sprout as kind of a support brawler. Um, he's able to get some hits in because he does have very good range. And then he can kind of just take advantage of the walls. And if he gets his super, he can kind of just protect um, them from any like attacks or anything. Um, and yeah, it just works very well in long range. Mid-range maps is where it like is the most strong because um, obviously those maps are going to have quite a bit of walls but also be open enough for Brock to shine. So Sprout's basically just able to completely dominate and take over the game because he probably is the best duo showdown brawler. And yeah, just so hard to kill a Sprout and he has such a long range that he can basically hit anyone. Yeah, so you can take over on those um, wallier sections on the map and then anytime that you're in a more open area brock is able to really just take advantage of it and that super is just so devastating um especially with the walls because it's kind of hard to escape it when there's a bunch of walls nearby because you can't just run in a straight line to escape so yeah this is just so powerful um and then even on close range maps, it's still fairly good because even on close range maps, there are still a few areas where Brock can really be strong. And that gadget makes it so even if like an El Primo or a Bull gets up near him, he's not really dead. He can just get out of there and potentially burst them down. And then Sprout is like really just carrying on this map. He's able to, he's just so good on any, clo any close range high wall map. He's just easily the best um, and just kind of feels unbeatable sometimes unless you have a sprout in your team as well. So yeah, this team, probably the best in the whole game. 
So uh, these next two are fairly competitive, but they're kind of more fun teams. So the first one, I really want to try this out. Unfortunately, I don't have one of the brawlers, but it is Bow and Surge. So this team comp completely relies on the Bow Gadget. So you need the Bow Gadget and then just any Power Surge. I mean, ideally Star Power, but um, any, uh, any level Surge works. So basically, this team, they get maybe one or two boxes, but they really don't want to go into any fights at all. They just go into, like, the corner of the map, like, sometimes, like, the very, very corner where nobody's going to be. Um, and then they just plop down that bow gadget, and then they both just camp in it. Um, and basically, what this does is it allows Surge to get to max level fairly easily and then once surge is up to max level you're pretty much gonna gonna win unless you run into a team with like a crazy amount of power cubes because surge with max level obviously just becomes the best brawler in the game and there's not much you can do about him especially if he has his star power and then also obviously the bow is there to help support him as well the bow can also play like a role in preventing people from getting to the uh super totem just by pressuring them away, because he does do a good job at that, and the mines can also block off uh, pathways to them. And yeah, so the only issue with this team is higher up in trophies, I feel like people usually check every single bush on the map, and especially if they see a boat uh, totem, they know usually what's going on, and they know immediately to try and destroy it and to kill the surge before it gets out of hand. Um, so it is like slightly weaker at higher up trophies, but before you're at 750, this is so powerful and like not that many people uh, know about it or like even like bother checking the bushes and you're just able to ex execute it uh, very well and often. But yeah, at higher trophies, it is not the best because usually a Brock can kind of just come in and ruin your day with his super. Um, so next up, this is a very similar one. Um, this is kind of the original bow strategy. And this is Bow with Nani. So this is very similar to the Surge plan. Um, basically, you just go into a corner after you collected one or two boxes nearby. And you just both sit in that um, super totem. The Bow can kind of block people off from getting there. And basically, the Nani just activates that super and just goes to wherever a fight is and just gets a hit in. Doesn't even need to be a kill, but quite often, especially if you have her extra super damage star power it will um yeah you just get a hit or a kill and next thing and like as soon as you um like go out of your super you'll see that you're already back up to like three-fourths of the way because uh you're still in the bow gadget so you can just continue to chain these supers um it is a little bit weak for getting first place because usually you're not able to pick up the power cubes but it's a very good second place team comp and um yeah, like the Surge one, it's uh, slightly weaker at higher trophies, but it is still very good. Um, and both of these do kind of work because Bow, Surge, and Nani are all just good brawlers in Duo Showdown as well. So there is kind of a backup plan if people really are aggressive and know what you're doing. So the final team comp, uh, this is for those really Wally maps. This is probably the most toxic and annoying team comp in the game, and that's Sprout and Mr. P. So this is so annoying to go up against. Like, 
You're just trying to mind your own business on a map with a bunch of walls. And then next thing you know, there's literally nothing you can do. There's a sprout just spamming shots, bouncing them off all the walls and continuously hitting you. And then there's also a Mr. P hitting you over the wall with a bunch of porters coming at you. And even if you try and go into a more open area of the map, Mr. P is just still able to um, beat you there. And this comp is just so annoying. It's been just like two of the most annoying brawlers in the game. That also happen to both be top five duo showdown brawlers. And yeah, this just works out super well. Um, I feel like a lot of these top team comps are kind of countered by Mortis, and this one's no different. Yeah, Mortis might I feel like Mortis is actually a very underrated duo showdown brawler in high trophies because he can really shut out some teams. But I mean he does kind of get countered by a few people, but I feel like he counters more people than that counter him, so yeah, maybe Mortis will see more play. I mean, he's not that good versus, like, a Crow, which is kind of a big issue. But against the majority of Brawlers, he's very good against. Now that they, yeah, now that I'm thinking about Mortis, is actually very strong in duos. Um, But, yeah, other than uh, Mortis, this Sprout and Mr. P team comp just feels so unbeatable. You can just, like, chuck that uh, Mr. P super down, just, kind of, like, make your opponents waste all their ammo, just kind of force them to fight. And yeah, you're just able to completely wreck them because you're behind a wall and you can hit them, but they can't hit you. Yeah, this team comp is definitely very annoying to go up against. So yeah, that is all 10 of my favorite team comps. Uh, be sure to let me know if I missed any. Um, like, obviously, these aren't all the most competitive ones. A few of them are very good, but um, definitely some of them are just kind of more for fun. Yeah, hopefully um, you guys can use some of these uh, Duo Showdown team comps and get some more trophies and duos. Uh, so yeah. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Brawl Time Podcast. So before in the show, I'd like to remind you to leave a five-star review if you enjoy the podcast. It really helps the podcast grow, and I'll shout you out in the next episode. Um, so I do have a new five-star review. Um, so this one is from Gods of Olympus 208. They say, cool, great podcast. But when you say you don't like it when people backstab when you team, why do you do it in the first place? Also, you sound whiny when you talk about stuff Supercell needs to fix. Sorry if that sounded harsh, but it's still five stars. Um, so thank you for the five star review, Gods of Olympus. Um, this is like one of the actual like best reviews, I would say, because it actually does give me some good constructive criticism uh, that like makes sense um so as for why do i team um and get backstabbed uh i really try not to team at all um unless i am at least like rank 25 because i feel like below that it's kind of like um it just kind of feels like a little bit like unfair and especially when no one else is doing it if you're teaming below 750 you just really shouldn't the only time I would team below 750 is to, like, save myself from losing. Um, so, like, if I'm getting pinched by two teamers, I will try and spin and save myself. But then I try to, like, break off from the team as quick as I can. But then higher up, like, 750 plus, um, I mean, you kind of need to team. Like, there's really no way to win versus eight teamers spinning in the middle. And you just get backstabbed when that happens. Yeah, that's kind of why I team. There's really no way to win in uh, Showdown without teaming once you get high up in trophies. Um, so as for me sounding kind of whiny when I talk about how Supercell needs to fix stuff, um, 
yeah, thank you for the criticism. I will uh, try and sound like complain a little bit less and just kind of go over the facts of how they could change the things. Um, but yeah, I really appreciate the review. Um, yeah, I'll definitely try and implement some of the things you suggested. Uh, so yeah, once again, uh, thank you so much for the five-star view, Gods of Olympus. Um, so yeah, that's going to be all for today's episode. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it and we'll see you tomorrow.